What's up, New York? You're listening to the Empire State Conservative Network Podcast. All right, everybody. So this is our first video podcast. This is, I am Pete. If you don't recognize my voice from the first episode, this is Evan. And today we're going to be doing an episode about due process. By the way, today is Tuesday, November 6th. If you haven't already, please get out and vote. We want to make the red wave a reality both uh, around the country and even here, hopefully, in New York State. So if you get out and vote, it really does make a difference. These are the elections that really matter, so make sure you get out and vote. But anyway, we're going to be talking about due process. And Evan wrote a piece yesterday that you can check out. It's on our Facebook page, or if you go to our website, EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com, you'll be able to read it. But it's essentially, and I'll have him explain, but it's essentially about an exchange he had with a friend of the family, I guess that's who he was, or a friend of your yeah, parents. Very liberal friend of the fam- friend of my parents. Yes. So Evan's going to rehash what they were talking about, and it had a lot to do with due process, the Kavanaugh thing, and then we're going to get into why due process is important. So without further ado, Evan, please yeah, so, state what happened. So to really break it down, I'm going to get rid of the beginning of the conversation, which, if you really want to know, again, is on the blog post. Um, Essentially, they were talking about the whole, they were talking over Trump, you know, orange man bad, all this other bullshit that they talk about because everyone knows that liberals are just obsessed with Donald Trump. They, I think they're just in love with him. It's, they don't hate him. They love him so much because it gives them a reason to be angry at somebody. So they're mad that they lost. Yeah. And that their policies and their agendas are either being slashed or are not moving forward like they would have liked had Hillary been elected. True, and the country's doing amazing now, so they're mad about that too. They're mad that they were wrong. That's really what it is. They're mad that they were wrong Mm -hmm. because, you know, we're right. That's Mm -hmm. the important thing. Yes. Okay, so So getting back (laughs) to back to getting back to our story. So they were talking, I was ignoring them, you know, for the most part. I really don't like getting involved in political conversations at family things, especially with people who are friends of my parents. Because they're friends, I don't want to, you know, I don't want my parents to have to deal with them all of a sudden, you know, being nasty towards me or them being like saying backhanded stuff to my parents, which of course these people did. So they're talking about it and I hear a whole bunch of nonsense and all of a sudden I hear, well, you know, Dr. Ford didn't get anything out of this. (laughs) And I immediately just. Could I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't hold myself back anymore. I mean, yeah. I couldn't. I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Listen, you could believe whatever you want about her story. I believe something happened to her, but there is zero evidence that it was Brett Kavanaugh, and there's actually more evidence to state that he wasn't even at the party. Yes, which we're not going to get into today. We can do a whole other episode on that if it yeah, ever comes up again. Yeah. But it's in the past. Everyone knows the facts yeah. by now. The right. point is, it's in the past. We won. We got the guy we wanted. So Doctor Ford didn't get anything out of this. Hmm. And I just, I had to say something. And I'm like, you do you do realize she got a million dollar GoFundMe account, uh, account from well, that, right? There were a couple, but yeah. you totaled about she, $1 million. Yeah. She ended up yeah. getting $1 million from GoFundMe. And now, actually, I saw today, she's got several book offers. Of course. She, she couldn't remember anything. How are you going to write a book? What was the name of uh, Anita Hill? She, same thing happened when Clarence Thomas was coming onto the bench. She got... Uh, a huge book offer, even though obviously his confirmation went through as well, and uh, it really messed up his life. You figure, anyway. you figure something that doesn't work the first time. Why would you try it again? It yes. didn't work with Clarence Thomas, right? You know, but that's all at, at a time where you there was less of an ability to corroborate. Like this yeah. was almost this was pre-internet days, really. Uh, you couldn't really go back in time. You can't. It wasn't as easy to track people down as it is now. 
And, you know, he still got confirmed. I mean, it was over less. Like, she wasn't accusing him of rape or anything. Clarence yeah. Thomas. It was just, oh, he made some inappropriate comments that were harassing, even though she was mooching off of him pretty much throughout his entire career as a judge. But Exactly. To be fair, all right. So, Dr. Ford got nothing out of it. So, I say, you do realize she got about a million dollars out of this. Yes. And that's before a book deal. Yeah, that before the book deal. She got a million dollars. People raised a million dollars for her. And those pages. And now are, she's gone. Yeah. Those she's pages gone. are gone. Yeah. And you have no idea where that money went. Oh, it went right to her bank account. Oh, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, the guy's, uh, the guy's like, well, you know, she went through a traumatic experience. I'm like, she might have went through a traumatic experience. But you can't, you can't ruin somebody's life without evidence. Listen. Sure. And I've always, I've always told people this. In your personal life, if someone comes to you and says that they were sexually assaulted or something like that, believe them. Sure. Try to help them through it. Have them go to the proper channels. If someone comes to you, your friend comes to you tomorrow and goes, last night someone sexually assaulted me, go to the police. Yes. Go to the hospital. Yes. There are things that they can do. They can do rape kits. Yes. They can do investigation. If you know who the person was, a lot of times people will confess to these things. Sure. Once they're confronted, especially confronted with the person who they did it to. Yeah. Or they didn't or they're one of those jackasses who think like, oh, I didn't really rape her. She was just like really drunk and didn't say no. But if you were actually sexually assaulted, go to the police immediately. Yes. Don't wait thirty five years till the guy's be about to become a Supreme Court justice. And, you know, Nancy Pelosi gives you a call or Diane Feinstein calls you up and says, hey, we need you to do this. Right. She didn't. Well, allegedly she went um, Ford went to it wasn't her. It was that uh, that local representative who then brought it to Feinstein. And they thought so little of it that they waited three months before they actually even brought this in front of the committee. And, And the committee was investigating everything he went through six not one not two but six fbi checks over the course of his judicial career yeah he was cleared but when they were investigating bill clinton going against the clintons they found nothing and the clintons the most corrupt powerful people in the country okay this guy is the cleanest guy in the history of politics it's unreal Mm -hmm. so getting back to the story yes i go you can't ruin somebody's life over there's no evidence and he goes well there's never any evidence i go that's not true there's evidence all the time. Maybe not 35 years from now, or maybe you have a witness. Sure. But all the witnesses that were corroborating her story, one ended up being proved wrong or unreliable. Mm-hmm. And there were more people saying that they never saw Brett Kavanaugh. They never, never met, met Brett yeah. Kavanaugh. There, there was no reason for him to be at that party. One of her witnesses was like a sophomore in college when Blasey Ford was in 10th grade. And they were, she was at the party. It doesn't. None of this stuff makes any sense. Mm. But we're not gonna. We're not gonna. We're trying not to rehash this too much. But we want anyone who doesn't know the real background to this to why it's so important for due process hmm. to kind of give you a general idea. Yeah. So so then goes. Well, we're at the point in society where we have to believe all women, and I almost lost my goddamn mind. <laughs> but I held it together because I realized that this person is just spouting nonsense. I, this person has no idea what they're talking about. No. You don't throw due process and the Constitution out the window because in the past people have been wronged. That's not sure. the way it works. It does, the Constitution doesn't operate on feelings. It operates on protecting the people's rights and freedoms. Okay? Yes. So I go, that's a ridiculous statement. You don't throw due, and I said, you don't throw due process out the window because of what I just said. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I'm like, there's no evidence. You can't, you, they literally tried to ruin this man's life without evidence. He has daughters. He has a wife. He has a family. This His guy parents has, were in the room. Yeah, this guy has built his reputation on being a good person. Mm-hmm. 
right? This isn't a guy who was cheating his way to the top or doing anything else or screwing people over. He wasn't doing that. This is a actual good person, which is rare in politics nowadays. Extremely. In, insanely rare. So he goes, what about Catholic priests who rape little boys? I'm like, that has nothing to do with this. It has absolutely nothing to do with Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. Well, but no, no but. No but. And I wasn't even going to let him say it because that's absolutely ridiculous. And I probably would have flipped out on him. Because to compare Brett Kavanaugh to a Catholic priest who raped little boys, yeah. most of these priests actually admit it because they're confronted by about 50 to 150 boys. I mean, yeah. It, that's a little different than Brett Kavanaugh, who has so much on his side and so much evidence corroborating his story and none corroborating Dr. Ford's. It was just... It was ridiculous. Yeah. So then the conversation's over because I won. I presented the facts and they had nothing off to say. They brought up irrelevant stories. They brought up identity politics. Emotion. Yeah, emotion. And that's not how you have an argument. That's not how you have a discussion. Mm -hmm. That's how you have an argument. That's not how you have a discussion. So I was like, I'm done. You know, I'm not, you know, you're not even listening. You're not listening to anything I'm saying. You're bringing up irrelevant things. I'm done. Yeah. About 20 minutes later, his wife goes over to my stepdad and goes, well, your sons certainly have... Uh, varying view interesting opinions and i was just like why don't you just leave in my head i didn't say it to her i wasn't gonna you know i didn't want to start a fight but it's just it's so ridiculous Mm -hmm. the way these people operate is first of all if you have something wrong with my the way that i believe things say to me Mm -hmm. don't go to my stepdad who's recovering from surgery and say that nonsense to him say to me Mm -hmm. and if you don't have the nuts to say to me then just leave yeah or don't say anything at all leave no just leave because it was bad enough we had to watch the Jets, which was the, probably the most upsetting part of the entire that. day. It was way more upsetting than this whole interaction. Yes. But other than that, so which brings us to due process, though. Yes. And the fact that a lot of people on the left are trying to destroy due process with emotion, identity politics, and masking identity politics through the, we have to believe all women. We have to, it's time, it's time, it's time. Yes. There's no it's time. The U.S. Constitution it was is so well written and it's so well thought out. Yeah, forth- it's so much forethinking went into this thing that so much of it still applies today, even in the first ten amendments. Mm-hmm. So we can't, we don't just throw out the Constitution because people have been wronged. That's not the way this country works. You go through the proper channels when it happens. Do you always get justice? No, of course not. If someone had punched me in the face when I was in second grade and last week I was like, you know what? Oh, he's running for mayor. I'm going to go tell people that he punched me in the face. I can go tell people he punched me in the face. Um, it probably won't do anything no. because I have no evidence. There was no one else there. It's he said, she said. And I punched him in the face back because, you know, right. I'm not going to lay down on the ground when someone hits me. Mm-hmm. But the point is that you don't always get justice through the system, but the system is designed to protect innocent people. Yes. From mob rule, which is what identity politics is. Yeah. And... This this whole believe all women thing. Look, and, and again, we both sympathize with women who have been sexually assaulted, and for whatever the reason, they didn't feel comfortable going to the police or doing anything about it when they could have. But it's very important that if you're ever wronged, first off, like you said earlier, you gotta do, you gotta go through those proper channels. It's unfortunate that you have to. Like, I'm I'm sure there's shame, and I mean, I, I've never been sexually assaulted, so I don't know, but I'm you got to go through the proper channels in order for that to be seen. But on top of that, too, you just look at this situation. Two other women who accused him, who didn't come forward, they were kept anonymous, have since been been discredited. Or they've even they flat out come yeah. out and said, I made this up. It was a poli- One of them said it was a political tactic. Yeah, one of them said she did it for attention. Yeah. 
So there are crazy people in this world. And the great thing about due process is that if a crazy person accuses you of doing an unconscionable act, like running a gang rape gang or just sexually assaulting someone, period, and you didn't do it, they have to provide a burden of proof. The way they get that burden of proof is if they actually were sexually assaulted, they do go to the hospital, they get a rape kit done, they, they show that there was trauma, they are corroborating witnesses. Maybe if there's a semen sample, they're able to link that to the person that's being accused. You can't just go around making baseless accusations and being believed. Just, I don't understand how people, how in their brains, they don't even understand that. Well, people have done it before. There was this, there was a case a few months ago of an eighth grade boy who was accused of doing sexually inappropriate things to a bunch of girls. And they later admitted that they made it up because they didn't like him. Yeah. Or that he, he wore a shirt they didn't like. I think he, he might have wore a Trump shirt or something like that. And they made up that he was sexually, was being sexually inappropriate with them. And a lot of the times this will happen with people who are between the ages of 14 and 20 because your brain isn't fully developed. So you get this thought in your head and you're impulsive and you make this claim. Um, Brian Banks, a high school football star, spent six years in prison because a woman said that he raped her at a party. She finally admitted to him while he was wearing a wire that she made up the whole thing because she was upset about the experience. That's not the way this works. No. If I mean, you are actually assaulted, yes, you should be believed. And if there's no evidence, go to go seek mental help, therapist, family, friends. These are the people that will believe you and support you through this. I'm not saying that if someone comes to you and says, oh, I was raped, you immediately go, did you go to the police? Yeah. No. You comfort them. You console them. Then you go, do you want to, you know, do you want to report this? Should we, we, should we go to the police? Help them through this. But you don't ruin a person's life with no evidence from 35 yeah. years ago. That's not the way that this works. That's how you get mob rule. That's how you get military tribunals. That's how you end up literally with Nazi Germany. By throwing due process out the window, you can say, I convict all these people of a crime. You're all going to prison. Yeah. Absolutely. Which brings us to why this election is so important and why if you haven't already, you need to get out there and vote. This will be up before the end of the day. So if you're listening to this midday or towards the evening and your polling station is still open, please make sure that the Democrats do not win. Because a lot of these people who are thinking of running for president were on that committee and the crap that they spewed and the way that they made a good man, you know, is, is judicial rulings we can talk about another day and and i feel that in a way it was a disservice to the process because they didn't do anything and they didn't really question him about his judicial rulings they it was all about this it, it was, was a witch a circus. Hunt. that's what it was it was a witch hunt it was a circus and that's a problem so these people they want to believe all women they want to give you a social welfare blanket that is not going to be conducive to bettering our society. We have certain laws and legislation in there for a reason. We can't just throw it all away because someone's feelings are because something may or may not have happened 35 years ago. That's not how this works. So please get out there and vote today. Make sure our voice is heard and please make sure that these people do not get access to the House of Representatives, to the Senate, or God forbid, in a couple of years, the presidency. Oh, God. That's another thing, too, that I wanted to touch on. Is More like, identity politics? Yeah, I mean, you even hear that with the George Soros stuff, where there was speculation, whether it's true or not, I don't know. Some people claim, like Glenn Beck and some other people claim that, they, that he's actually funded 
this migrant caravan situation that's going on but from Honduras and them coming up Mexico leading up to our border. Well, there's evidence that, um, what's his name, Beto O'Rourke has been giving money to right. the my, people who are funding the migrant caravan because his own people, uh, James O'Keefe, who runs Project Veritas, actually went undercover and had undercover video, not just audio recording, undercover video recordings of people in Beto O'Rourke's campaign discussing it and saying they were worried about this getting out and his campaign manager goes, don't worry about it. Yeah. If you don't, you know, we're not going to get super into that. This is not what this episode is about, no. but you can look up Project Veritas online. Yes. There is video. It is not audio recording. It's not, oh, I don't know who this is. There is video. There is, And then he confronts them the next day on it, and they refuse to speak to him. Of course. So Because they're guilty. They, so have, no, they, 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 they don't know what to part. say. They have right. nothing to say because they have nothing prepared, and they didn't realize that they got caught. Yeah. So, listen, there's always political corruption, corruption on each side. The big difference that there is between the Democrats and Republicans now, if you're unsure in voting, is the Republicans, they want lower taxes, and there's more freedom for us. The Democrats want to take more of your money, give it to people who don't work, and trust me, there are plenty of people who are scamming the system. They have free housing, they get free, all, they, you know, they're all on Medicaid, Medicare, whatever it is, and they're spending their welfare checks on, on expensive things. Mm -hmm. Instead of, you know, trying to get, you know, a lot, some of these people have a lot of kids, so even the jobs that they can get, yeah. they're not really going to make money. Right. But a lot of these people aren't, if, if I was getting free money from the government and I had two kids, I'd be trying to somehow further my education so that I could get a better job so I can make more money. Mm -hmm. The problem, and not to go on a huge welfare rant, but the problem with the welfare system in this country, it is not designed to get you off welfare. Right. It's designed to keep you on welfare. And then the Democrats raise welfare benefits so that you keep voting Democrat if you're on welfare. And now they have your vote forever. Yeah. Yeah. The it's only, almost an entrapment. Yeah. The only thing that has ever lifted people out of poverty is capitalism. Not socialism, not communism, not welfare, capitalism. Right. Remember that when you're voting red capitalism. Blue socialism. Yeah. That, that's essentially what it's coming down to, unfortunately. I mean, the old flame, Nancy Pelosi, she's going to croak any second. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I had that's, to, I, that's, gut reaction. Yeah. Had to, had to. But, you know, you got Ocasio-Cortez and some of these other youngsters coming up that they really do. I don't know if they really believe in it, but that's what they're selling and that's what they're going to try to push across. They don't understand how they're going to fund it. They don't understand how any of it actually works. But they're going to try and push that. And that's not the society we want to live in. And, you know, we went over this in the first episode. You look at places in Europe that have done or either experimented or even gone through complete socialist programs. It doesn't work. Venezuela is a perfectly recent example. 10, 15 years ago, it's an affluent society. Today, people are losing an average of 25 pounds a year and they're eating their pets. It's a very terrible situation. So we don't want that to happen here. That's why it's important you get out there and vote today. So... I think that's it, right? Uh, oh, Google. Google. Yes. So, right. Google, who was purposely, um, what was it? They were basically like shadow banning conservative pages, where if you made a search, the things that would come up first would be liberal sites. So, if you were trying to fact check something, the first thing that come up would be like Snopes.com, yeah. which is run by a extreme leftist, extreme left wing, not even just like, oh, middle ground, I'm left, extreme leftist professor. Mm -hmm. That would be the first thing that came up. So, it turns out, that, you know, they don't like Trump because, you know, he's bad with women. Turns out there was rampant sexual harassment going on at Google. And they are now the focus of a women's march. And it is just absolutely hilarious that they are going through this because they're all hypocrites. It's the same thing with Jim Carrey going, oh, America has to embrace socialism. This guy makes millions of dollars. 
he makes millions money hand of dollars. Over fist. If he wants to embrace socialism, just give it all away. Yeah. We can have Hollywood socialism. So what we do is every single time you get a paycheck in Hollywood, yeah, you get your twenty million dollar. Yeah, the Screen Actor Guild will take all of your money and redistribute it to everyone else who has to work as a waiter because they can't get acting jobs, who lives in their mom's basement and writes scripts, and all those people will get your money. And then you can live in a modest house because you'll get, let's say, fifty, $100,000 a year. You can live on $100,000 a year in California. You don't need $30 million. There sure. you go. Problem solved. But they'll never, never do gonna, it. It's never going to happen. No. The hypocrisy. And, I, and we've posted a bunch of this on the Facebook page if you're watching this or listening to this. Uh, so, so check that out. Facebook.com slash Empire State Conservatives. But... Uh, there's so many videos, like even a politicians talking about illegal immigration and all these different things that they're railing off like in the complete opposite direction right now, where even a few years ago, they have a complete different message. They're caught on tape and video. They pretend like internet doesn't exist, that we can't just go back and see, have they always held this stance? And then easily find video and substantiation that not only did they not hold it, but the, they had the complete opposite view. The hypocrisy on the other side is unreal. And I understand that a lot of politicians on both sides of the aisle are very hypocritical, that they do flip-flop. But you see a lot less of that on one side than the other. And one side right now, the way they've acted, especially in this past year with the Kavanaugh hearing, which we talked about earlier, and a lot of other instances. Basically what <laughs> we're going for is we will have an episode later in this week. We're going to tackle anti-Semitism on the left and hypocrisy of leftist politicians and policymakers. And the thing to remember, though, that is that when you hear these Hollywood celebrities talking and going, well, you should do this and we should allow these and we should allow refugees and all this other stuff. They're all hypocrites. They don't practice any of this. Yeah. They are completely out into of your home. And they're completely out of touch with the normal people. That's why you have people like George Clooney going, Donald Trump will never be president. All these people going, Donald Trump will never be president. Donald Trump crushed Hillary Clinton in the Electoral College. Crushed her. Yes. And he would have won more if New York State didn't have New York City. Or if people in New York State would go out and vote. Because so many people in New York State fall into the trap where, oh, there's three million people, there's eight million people in New York City. But only about a million of those people vote. Mm -hmm. The rest of the state can outvote New York City. We can do it. Yeah. But we have to be united in doing it. We yes. have to actually go out and do it. You have to make it a point. I, I voted at 6.30 this morning because that's the only time today that I'm really able to vote. And uh, I had to wake up earlier, which I wake up extremely early on Tuesdays. But I woke up earlier to make sure I was ready and I could go ahead and do that. So you have to make it a priority. It is extremely important. These are the elections that matter and and we can't have these hypocrites and these these, these people who are on this you know, self-righteous pedestal but like evan said they will never do any of the things that they say they need barbara streisand threatens to leave every two years and then she's like no i have to stay and fight for america in her malibu cliffside fucking henches. and all these people live in gated communities they live in private communities behind walls and gates Yet building a wall on our southern border to protect our sovereignty is racist. You know, I was, I was it's all hypocritical nonsense. Yeah, I, I was talking about this last night, and uh, and, and uh, somebody at the table because we went out last night actually brought this up, and he says he thinks it's due to shelter, like just being sheltered, growing up in a society where you or a community where you're not exposed to the real world, you don't understand how anything works. Like, I was that way a couple of years ago I was talking about where, like, I was almost like, eh, do people really need to have guns if they're not military or police? And then I shot one gun and then I got a hard on and never stopped. 
And it, it's it's still down here right now. You just can't see it. And we are going to do an episode on the importance of this Bill of Rights and the Second Amendment and the First Amendment, sure. first especially. But today All was more impressive. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm going to bring my Constitution. Yeah. <laughs> It's not in your pocket right now? No, I left it at home. Well, what can you do? Long story short, when it comes to due process, there's a reason that you are innocent until proven guilty. If an accusation or a legal battle is brought up against you, it's important for the victim or the alleged victim in in some of these cases to provide proof. They need to have a burden of proof corroborating witnesses. There's physical evidence that they can provide in any way, shape, or form. They need to provide it. And the reason for that is that people make baseless claims all the time. We saw it with Kavanaugh. I don't believe any of the people who came forward. I'm sorry. I don't believe any of them, including Ford, were being legitimate with their claims. Many of them have retracted and they've been caught. I am glad we are going after these people. Senator Grassley is vehemently up to going after these people and making them pay because they lied under oath and they're, they try to ruin the reputation of, like you said, a man who, from all personal standpoints, seems to be a very good man and they, they ruined him in front of his family, his parents, his wife in the room, his kids had to be escorted out when people were going crazy and they were saying these terrible things about him. You can't do things like that in a society. It's one thing to believe someone who comes to you. It's quite another to make a baseless claim and to, and to go so far as to publicly shame someone just to make a political talking point. And that's what we're up against today on Election Day. So guys, if you liked this episode, please feel free to check out all of our different pages, whether on social media, our website, EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com. And feel free, if you'd like, to buy some merch. We have some great merch up on our store and Patreon. If you want to donate to the show, we have five, ten, and $20 donations. Each one obviously comes with more perks. The more that you pay, it's a monthly donation. But we use it to make this show better and improve the quality of everything that we do. Anything you want to add before we sign off? No, just remember, if you are sexually assaulted, please go to a friend or family member. Go to the police. Call somebody, let them know immediately so something can be done. And if you don't want to go to the police, at least get help mentally so you can move past it. So you don't have to feel like a victim. There's a difference between a victim and a survivor. Be a survivor. Don't be a victim. Yeah, that's that's very, very true. All right, guys, we're going to come at you throughout the week with blog posts, videos, audio recordings. And we're obviously going to be going over the election in less than 24 hours. So hopefully we got a red wave coming. And whether we do or not, time will tell, but we will be there to cover it for all of you. So for that, I'm Pete. This is Evan signing off. We'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good one. Hey, guys, it's Evan with Empire State Conservatives Network. Just a reminder to check us out on our website at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com or Patreon at Patreon.com slash EmpireStateConservativeNetwork. On Facebook at Facebook.com slash Empire State Conservatives. On Twitter at Empire State Cons. Instagram at Get Red Pilled NY. And on YouTube. Make sure that if you like our stuff, to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. And as always, don't let fear take your freedom.